No more rocket balls, please. We all down the game start. A lot of distractions, a lot of nonsense. The title is back in town. Welcome to Talking Title Town. Just a couple of casual Packer fans who act know what they're talking about and believe they can be the GM. Weekly recaps, debates, predictions, and more. We're Dan and Scud. Thanks for listening. Scud, we are two and one. A win's a win. It's Somehow. close. Yeah. A little closer than we'd like to, but as Aaron Rodgers said, if our defense holds us, holds them to 12 points, we're going to probably win most of those games. Heck yeah. And winning in Florida, too. It's a lot of things going against us there. Yeah, tough place to play. I think Rogers said you were telling preseason that we'd be two and one after these two tough road games. You'd be like, all right, I'll take that. So, yep. Kind of like we were speaking to a couple of weeks ago, if we can get out of this early season lull, you know, and get our feet wet and get these guys back from injuries and get those rookie receivers ready and going, and we find ourselves three and two, I think that's a total win. But absolutely. All right. You want to start off with PFF rankings from last week? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay. So starting with offense, I want you to take a guess here. Who do you think the top rated PFF player was on offense? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Bakhtiari. I think he played well in his half game he played. He played great. Um, 35 snaps, only one pressure. Um, even at that, it wasn't a sack. Um, but no, take another guess. He's not even in the top five, actually. Okay. Was it uh, was it our boy Romeo? Romeo was number two, which is good to see. So number one, Randall Cobb. Oh, he, man, I was going to go with overlap. Back-to-back uh, weeks, he's in the top five. Yeah, so 81.3. Romeo Dobbs, 74.8 at number two. Number three, Rodgers, 70.3, even with a pick, just like last week. And then Alan Lazard, number four, 69.1. And Tyler Davis, number five, 68.4, after having a god-awful week last week. Yeah, good rebound. So, yeah, I mean, I guess Cobb had 57 yards, um, broke a few tackles. Dobbs, obviously – Kind of had his his moment, like we said. One of those rookies is going to get in the end zone this week. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of talk, a lot of uh, preseason talk about our receiver room stinks, yet they continue to show up every week, huh? Yeah, and especially with Sammy Watkins being out, Christian Watson being out, those first three drives were nuts. Oh, (laughs) unbelievable. I looked like we weren't going to lose a single football game the rest of the year. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like we actually deserved to be there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and then top five defensive players. Number one, Kenny Clark, no surprise. Uh, number uh, two, outstanding game. Yeah. Number two was Eric Stokes. Number three, Razul Douglas. Four, Dean Lowry. Five, Rashawn Gary. Good to see Gary finally racking up some pressures as well. Yeah, I uh, – it seems like quarterbacks just don't throw to Stokes. So I'm I'm very okay with that. He seems to be doing just fine. You don't hear his name being called very often. Which, great. Which, yeah, right. Great news for a cornerback. But especially mm-hmm. Razul, I mean, he's been playing nickel most of, you know, offseason and all camp and the first couple games, and he responded pretty well, I think, going out there outside, taking over for Jair. Um, yeah, and he's making, a, he's making a lot of the good – 
making a lot of good tackles too up and around the line of scrimmage. Yeah. No, totally. He's flying to the ball. Mm-hmm. All right. Bottom five offensive players. You want to take a guess here? Um, Bottom five. Maybe A.J. Dillon. It didn't seem like he had a good game. Yeah, he was number three. So bottom five was left guard John Runyon, 46.5. Sheesh. Left tackle Yash Nyman, number two, 53. Uh, running back A.J. Dillon, number three, 54.1. And Jawan Winfrey, number four, Josiah DeGuar, number five. Not a ton yeah, of surprises Win- there. Yeah, no, Winfrey and and uh, Dobbs tripped uh, tripped up on that um, route late in the game. Winfrey probably had a touchdown if he didn't get caught up with uh, with Dobbs. But, yeah, not a lot of surprises there. Dylan just couldn't get going. Neither of our running backs really got going. No, I think that was kind of the theme of the game, and we'll talk about that in a second. But the run game just was not like it was last week. Yeah. Um, finally, bottom five defense. Give you one more crack at it. Guess your number one. Oof. Number one. I'll give you a hint. It was yeah. uh, sad for me when I saw it. Oh. Um, was it Quay? Yeah, it was. Really? Yeah, he had the team's worst run defending game. I think he had. That's his weakness. Yeah, he gave up three three catches in coverage too, though. Hmm. I think uh, forced I think... forced a fumble too. That must be must have been a really bad bad outing for him. Otherwise, right. And I think the heat was getting to him too. I don't know about you, but he looked really winded. Um, like a little slower. Noticeably, he was sucking gas more than the other guys on defense. And maybe that was just an observation, but uh, so he was number one. Uh, number two was Jonathan Garvin. Number three, Darnell Savage. Four, Preston Smith. Five, Keyshawn Nixon. <laughs> Nixon's felt like he had a great game. His name was being called a lot, but obviously, like we're talking about with cornerbacks, it's not usually a good thing, right? Yeah, I mean, he was getting targeted a lot. He had that. Um, I mean, we're going to get into it, but that huge special teams play filled in for Jaw. I mean, I thought he did just fine, but yeah. Few surprises there. A lot of them obviously made sense, but overall, what was your initial uh, impression about the game? Man, it was a tale of two halves. It seemed like first half was, you know, I thought we were going to cruise to to a statement victory, and then that Aaron Jones fumble really changed everything. Instead of going up potentially twenty one three. You know, hey, we're banged up. Our our receivers are banged up. Their receivers are banged up. They have an outstanding defense, a great front. Sorry, you're blocking out a little bit. Sorry. No, go ahead. I've just I've heard a lot of people, you know, kind of being like, ah, well, you know, Tampa Bay didn't have their full offense. It's like, yeah, fair enough, but neither did we. You know? Yeah, we we, weren't healthy. We weren't healthy either. Bakhtiari played every other series when Yash Nyman was the second lowest graded PFF offensive player. You know, obviously we could have used Bach that full health. For sure. Wide receiver wise, Watkins wasn't playing. Watson wasn't playing. Um, Even Tanyan still doesn't have his, you know, his legs under him quite yet. Like we're not full health either. So I thought that was unfair to make the assumption that it would have been a totally different game had both teams been healthy. Yeah, it was two banged up teams going at it with healthy defenses, and that's what we that's what we got. Yeah, in ninety seven degree weather, like 
going to be a, you know, it's going to be a bash up front, obviously is where the game was won, but yeah, I, I wish, uh, I wish we would have ran the ball what better. Um, I don't know if, I don't know quite what adjustments Bulls made in the second half to slow us down, but I mean, obviously he tightened up a little bit, played, played a lot more man coverage, but that should generally speaking, open up the run game. You know, when you got tight guys playing man, you're not going to have the zone coverage um, soft guys right in the box that are able to react and fly to the ball. And so I was surprised when Bulls went to man coverage that we weren't able to just run it down their faces. Yeah, it did stink. But I mean, like their front is so, so, so solid, so good. Uh, they weren't, they didn't, they don't have to do any tricks and anything up front to stop a team's run, running attack. So they're solid there, which allows them to play man and be more aggressive in the secondary. Right. I think our game plan offensively was good. There was a lot more creative passing route trees. Uh, there were two pick plays that stood out on third down in the first half to Lazard. Tunyon just kind of did that fake pick non-offensive PI route, mm. got Lazard open, and then on uh, Dobbs' touchdown, Lazard ran a skinny into both defenders, and Dobbs was able to get in the end zone. So they were scheming some guys open, which we kind of said we are going to need to do without a full receiving room, and we did. We looked really, really, really good in the first half. Yeah, and Tunyon was more involved too. It's kind of something we were talking about last week that we need to see him get more targets, and I think he had. Seven targets. It's seven targets. Yep. Second on the team behind Dobbs. So that's good to see. I think he should still be even more involved than he was on Sunday. A little bit more in the middle of the 100%. field. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Randall Cobb, Mr. Reliable. I mean, he he seems like he can play three, four more years. Yeah. The dude just keeps catching passes. <laughs> he gets so fired up to every time he catches the ball. It's just hilarious. I love it. It's like, it's so good. It's like Donald Driver in his old days, you know, when you get that first mm-hmm. down and he'd do that little dance. You're like, all right, there's yep. the one that we're going to see all game and come back in three weeks. He'll do it again. I have just a couple of things in my notes. Romeo looked really, really good. Catches the ball with his hands. He's great in space. A little bit of a ball security issue. I think he had a close fumble uh, two weeks ago, or week one or week two, and then the one this week. That's the only kind of negative I have, I have on him so far. Yeah, that was his uh, first catch in the game, I think, right? First or second, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of typical rookie wide receiver. Every time I feel like the, one of those guys touches the ball, I'm just like, don't fumble, don't fumble, don't fumble, don't fumble. Right. Just getting used to taking hits and, and knowing how to how to take one and move and stuff. It's It'll come. Yeah, totally. What else you got? Uh, Rogers three interceptions through three games. I feel like that's um, for sure not normal as a Packer fan seeing that. So it's just a weird one to Tunyon. I think he was thinking Tunyon was going to break in more, and Tunyon ran it a little bit skinnier. Uh, I'm not worried about it. It's just definitely something notable because that doesn't happen ever. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, we were talking about it last week that turnovers have to improve. Like that's always been Green Bay yep. football is to take care of the football and score points, win the turnover battle. And I think that was looking up last. So last year we had 13 turnovers the entire year. That was seven interceptions and six fumbles lost. 
we're already halfway home. Yeah. In three games. And yet we come out the other side two and one. I think that's a positive because I think we're only going to improve there. Yeah, we that's definitely something that we're going to have to improve on. Limiting turnovers. You don't see them. You're not expecting them from Rodgers. And granted, he might go on the rest of the year and not throw a single one. So, But right. it is something like, well, three through three is not great. No. And then fumbles too. Jones and Dylan, they both had a, had a couple. Yeah. Eh, well, we'll clean it up. What about defensively? The front, our front looked really good. They stopped their running attack, which we kind of both said was going to be the key to the game, force Brady to throw to those, you know, receivers who we learned their names for the first time on Sunday. Right. And we made made Brady shuffle his feet in the pocket. You know, we got pressure. Like you said, he doesn't like taking hits. I think that first sack, I don't even think he was touched by a Packers player. I think he just tumbled down. Yep. Made him uncomfortable and held him to 12 points, which regardless of who's catching the ball against Brady, that's pretty dang good. Yeah, because there was always the thought that, okay, it's Brady. Okay, it's Brady. It's, at some point, they were going to come back, and we held him. It was pretty cool. Devontae Campbell, yeah. who was going to make that play when he was brushing his teeth this morning. That never was never awesome. a doubt. The, the fact that they, he said that they were running that in practice and recognized it when they ran that stack – he knew to get to his spot. That was that was great. That was that was cool to cool to understand. That they're running real stuff and, and practices and have it pay off and be able to win the game off that is cool. Yeah. Did you hear it all about uh, Rogers, the whole jumbotron thing? Yeah, I did, and I watched him on uh, McAfee today. He basically said that he saw something during the drive that it wasn't the two point. Or wasn't the touchdown play or the two point before the penalty that he saw something on the jumbotron during the drive, relayed that to Matt, and he was like, I don't even know if that got to Joe Barry, the D coordinator, but it was during the drive and basically kind of was just like, I, who knows? But I did see something on the jumbotron. He didn't say what it was, so I'm not sure if he's telling the whole truth there. But maybe we got one. Maybe the jumbotron guy needs to be fired. Yeah, or like Rogers is trying to take credit for <laughs> winning the game. Yeah, Which, trying you know, to trying to yeah, be yeah. whatever. I don't know. I thought that was. But he has he has said in the past um, that there's there has been a couple times at Lambeau where the jumbotron operator has started to show a replay and immediately gone to something else because they realized that you know this is a re- replayable or challengeable play. So. He's obviously looking at the jumbo trying when he's not on the field, trying to get any information he can, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think um, at the end of the day, we held him to 12 points. You can't, you can't complain there. Offensively, we're going to figure it out. We could have scored 28, probably should have, but we're two and one. Yeah. And again, I think it goes to the same thing with the Minnesota game. There's a couple plays here and there. That game ends totally differently. Aaron Jones hangs on to the ball or Rogers throws it a little bit. He's able to break them. We're up 21 to three. It's a completely different ball game. So it's just going to be learning. These guys are going to come together. We're going to get hot at the end of the year. Things are going to start picking up. It's just some learning experiences right now. And to come away, only giving up 12 points to Tom Brady. That's a huge W on the road. Yeah. I think like the best news is that we know we're not playing our best football right now. 
you know. Oh, and, absolutely not. And we're and we're two and one, and we're the division's kind of close right now, but we we can get hot at the right time. Who knows what this team's capable of? I think that's what's most exciting to me. Yeah, we have a high ceiling. We don't even know how some guys are going to turn out and play yet. We have a, a new young team, so uh, it'll be fun to watch us down the road. Yeah. All right, anything else you got on the Bucks? Um, Go over special teams. I think special teams, again, is getting better kind of every week. Pat O'Donnell has a cannon for a leg once again, and um, – his uh, punt and Kishon Nixon's down at the one. That was beautiful. Awesome to see. Yeah. No, I mean, I think our special teams coverage is even better too. And it helps that you have Rudy the hang Ford. time now, right? Man, it's, you know, we really haven't seen this out of the Packers in a long time that we actually kind of have a weapon as a punter, can flip the field, not worried about, you know, 10, 15, 20 yard returns every time. Rudy Ford seems to be on every tackle. It's Bisaccia might be uh might be that dude. No, he one hundred percent is that dude. And I just it's it's kind of funny too. I mean, we haven't seen Mason Crosby much at all this year. No. <laughs> you know, which What's, I think I think that, that's a good thing, right? You know, it's it means our yeah. offense is at least in scoring position where they're going for it on fourth or as in our case, turning it over. Um, yeah, or yeah, or not moving the ball at all. Yeah, which I don't know. I, I think it's encouraging that you were not having to line up for 45, 50 yard field goals every drive and settling for three points. I've always maintained the idea that kicking's for losers. You know, <laughs> you, you need to put seven points on the board. And if you're not aggressive enough to do that, the other team might be and they might beat you. But yeah, that's the final piece that we gotta see is the is the snap hold operation for Crosby. And then which I think they're they've said they've they've been practicing a whole lot with Pisaccia and the snap and hold. So should be good. Yeah. Last thing, a couple injuries from the game. Ja, groin. I've heard it's non-serious, so hopefully you can get back quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Josh Myers, it was cramps, so nothing serious there, just the heat. And Watson, he um, just he should be able to go next weekend. I think he practiced Wednesday last week, was out Thursday, was limited Friday, more of a just sit out a week, rest up, and be healthy for the rest of the year kind of thing. So another game we avoided the – major injuries yeah they're being major cautious with watson which you know you get it he's he's your he's your future so all right moving on sunday we got patriots at 325 what uh what are you thinking what's your initial take on this matchup now they're banged mac jones will for sure be out so they'll have what Brian Hoyer. That's we should feast again on defense. Even if they had Mac Jones, no one outside scares me. It's just kind of a simple thing of again stopping the run and force Brian Hoyer to beat us, which should not happen under any circumstances. It shouldn't. But although I do always get weary with backup quarterbacks. Something about and, it, you know, they always come out and they kill it <laughs> their first start yeah. back. It feels like when you, know, you think about Huntley yeah, last year, you know, what Cooper Rush <laughs> is doing down in Dallas right now, it, it just seems to happen to the Packers and who knows what Hoyer's going to do with this opportunity. 
And Belichick, too. You can't count that out. He's the best ever coach, so he'll have something dialed up. Still, point remains. Our defense is trending upwards. I think we this is another stepping stone, another confidence game. Let's just go in there, have them come up to Lambeau, actually, and just shut them out, state in the game. And I think our offense shouldn't have any problems either. The Ravens were all over the Patriots' defense that we don't have Lamar Jackson at quarterback, but I think we should be pretty solid this game. I'd like to see us come out and score some points, and hopefully it's a more relaxing game, less intense at the end than last week. Yeah, I agree. It'd be nice to have a convincing victory. Um, you know, we had a somewhat convincing victory against the Bears, but even that, it was kind of like, they're the Bears. You know, they're not a great team. And it could have been could have been 30 point win there too should have been right exactly so i would like to see us come out and play the way and finish the game like it should you know rather than getting up and then you know punting the rest of the second half play four quarters like yeah. we were saying last week 100 percent. i'd like to see us close out a game convincingly not stall out in the third and fourth quarter mm-hmm. would be would be nice to see because i mean i think lafleur and his game plan the first two drives you know, he's kind of a he's the offensive wizard, everyone says. So continuing that for four quarters is definitely something I'd like to see, especially in a game with a backup quarterback that you know you're kind of expected to to win for sure. So put up some yeah. points this week. Yeah, I agree. I think we put up 35. I think we break 30s for the first time this year. Um, I think the running game gets back and going. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, the combo of the two, I think are gonna have 10 receptions each. I'd like to see 125-ish at least yards on the ground. Um, and I'd like to see Bakhtiari yeah. play most of the game. I think they're leaning towards that. Maybe they'll do one more of that half-in, half-out, you know, rotating drives thing. But I'd like to see him get a full game under his belt too. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I, it's just the Packers' way to be super cautious. Hopefully his knee feels good after the game. He is mm-hmm. getting – the the veteran rest day every week or he's getting load management so they're being really cautious and trying to get him to play every week i think it'll be cool to see romeo and christian watson hopefully christian Watson plays i think he will but uh see them in another full game uh, without sammy so christian and romeo again have bigger roles and like to see again the running game take off i don't i don't think that the front for the Patriots scares me too much. I'd like to see us continue to feed our two-headed monster and keep Tunyon in the game plan. I think it opens up a lot of us, a lot for us on the outside as well as the inside. Yeah, I agree. I think defensively, you, you held them, hold them to 10 points. I think that's the goal this week. I think it's very doable, especially with the home crowd. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hoyer doesn't scare me. They have a running back committee. Uh, Stevenson, Damien Harris, and they don't scare me. No one on the outside scares me. We can, you know, I'm not sure if Jal play. Might be cautious and rest them with how well. I guess not according to PFF, but how well Nixon played. Yeah, should be a should be hopefully a relaxing, relaxing watch domination. Yeah, and Nixon will have a full week of practice under his belt to play nickel, and same with Razul on the outside. I can I can picture them resting Jair this week. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't know. mind it. Yeah, I think uh, prediction wise, I'm saying it's going to be 35-10, pack. Wow, 
that's yep. domination. I'm going to go – let's go – you said – what did you say, 35-10? 35-10. Yeah. Let's go – Maybe 31-10. Oh, see, I was going to go 30 – I was going to walk that go back 30, a little 10. bit. Well, you're going to go <laughs> – I was going to go 30-10. Uh, all right, you take 30-10. I'll take 31-10. Whoever's closer buys the other one a beer. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the over on 31. All right. Well, yeah, pe- uh, as far as, like, player prediction goes, um, I think Watson plays. I think he gets four or five catches, and he gets an attaboy, too. You know, obviously, we were talking about that last week. It was good to see Dobbs yep. get in the end zone and Rodgers go up and put his face mask against his and, you know, say good job. I think Watson gets one of those this week. I don't know if it's technically in the end zone, uh, but I think he makes a really good play. Um, kind of open some eyeballs and throw some wows out there. He hasn't done anything too impressive yet, you know, to the general public that we haven't seen in practice. So I'd like to see him make a flashy play. Yeah. I want to see us. I want to see us use his speed, take a couple deep shots, look to see us move the ball downfield a little bit more. I know the Bucks defense is tough and they're probably allowing us all those underneath ones, but I'd like to see us stretch the field a little bit. My player prediction, I think Tunyon gets in the end zone. I think because Belichick likes to take away, take away the best one-two option for offenses, mm-hmm. and I think Tunyon's obviously under the radar. I think he gets in the end zone, and I think he has fifty-plus receiving yards. Wow! All right, fifty-plus for Tunyon. He gets in the end zone. I got Watson making a wow, a wow play, and then I think I'm going to put AJ Dillon in the end zone as well. What about like defensively? It. Defensively. Uh missed with my with my Quay interception. Forced a fumble though, which was good. Mm-hmm. I think I think Gary gets two plus sacks. I think he is is one each game. I think he gets two plus this week. Wow. You think he arrives? Yeah, I think he's he's on the brink. He seems to kind of, you know, be hot and cold. He had a big tackle for loss, one sack. I think he it's time he breaks through and gets gets some some national attention here. Two plus for him. Cool. I think uh, here's my defense prediction. We're gonna have a defensive touchdown on Sunday. Let's go. And that's that's contributing to my thirty-one ten wide margin of victory. I think we're gonna get in the yeah. end zone on defense. Special teams will be a wash. <laughs> Offense will play fine. Um, we'll be able to run the ball. Watson will make a good play and. AJ Dillon again in the end zone. Let's do it, man. Anything else you got? No, let's send Belichick home packing. Yes, sir. We'll see you next week.